just a thought. And um, you see where I'm going, uh, but let me give you a few verses. First, the key verse, Psalm 46, verse 10, be still and know that I am God. Literally, that word still means do nothing or be quiet. And this morning, tonight, I'm going to deal with the two do nothing. So you don't want to miss tonight's service. I'm actually going to deal with the do nothing. But the quiet. We are a Pentecostal church. And I am fully aware of the fact that Pentecostals are not known for quiet. We're known for noise. We're known for exuberance. And all of those things are appropriate. Scripture also says, shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. It also says, praise him with the timbrel and the dance. Praise him on the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. So we're not against noise. We're not against volume. And yet the psalmist, the very one who gave us these instructions about praising him with instruments and with a shout, also records, be still. Do nothing. Be quiet and know that I am God. Psalm 37, verse 7, the psalmist writes and says, Be still in the presence of the Lord. Literally, be quiet before the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Psalm 62, verse 1. I will wait quietly, literally silence, before God, for my victory comes from him. And then a couple of verses later in that same chapter, let all that I am quietly, literally it's an imperative, an instruction, a command, be silent. Let all that I am be silent before God, for my hope is in him. This morning, I want you to consider in our lives, do we understand, do we recognize, and do we take advantage of that in stillness, in the quiet, we can know God. Prayer is us talking to God, but it is also God talking to us. I live in a family of talkers. There are only two who are not instinctively talkers, and even they within the family structure can talk when they want to. Our big problem is that we are not still enough to hear one another. And I would challenge you today, church, that we have the distinct potential as Christians to be the same. We are talking to God so much.
that we never silence or still ourselves. And in the stillness, come to know him. As I already mentioned to you, I want to develop this further tonight in a longer, a longer message. And so really, rather than distract from the point tonight, I wanted to first kind of plant the thought of stillness in the sense of quiet. But really, the reason we struggle to quiet ourselves is because we struggle to stop. We struggle to let go. I know within my family that I've already alluded to, the reason that we struggle to listen to one another, to be quiet long enough that another can speak, is because we are all, with the exception, I would argue in this case, of one, we are all dominant in our personalities. We want control. Can I challenge you this morning, dear Christian, dear saint of God, dear disciple of Jesus, that unlike my family with different personalities, the basic human problem of sin is perpetuated because even in our brokenness, we insist on being in control. We struggle to stop. We struggle to open our hands. We struggle to let go. And a consequence of that is we struggle to be quiet. I'll end with this. Last night, my family had a doozy. We have more to talk about about that. We got into it. Regina and I have enough problems of our own. But now, two of the five children are adults. I want them to be adults. I want them to grow to autonomy and independence. But that is a rather irritating thing to have under your roof. And so in the midst of quite a doozy last night, it got intense. There were emotions. And one of the children was asked a question. I won't name the child, but it's a child who takes time to think before they speak. You might, if you're around my family a lot, know who this one is. And we sat there as this child gathered their thoughts, harnessed their emotions. And it was ironic, and it's a good example, that even the quiet one of the family, and the quiet one of the family is Regina. She finally could not take the stillness any longer. She could not take the quiet any longer. And she says, you hold that, we'll move on to the next person. And I said, no! If you don't wait on them, they'll never be able to speak. 
So this morning, in a thought that will be developed more tonight, know if you don't wait on him, if you don't quiet yourself, if you don't still your being, he won't be able to speak. You need to be still because when you still yourself, you will know God. And that is just a thought.